Welcome to the show. My name is James Nielsen Watt, and in this show, we interview interesting, inspiring, and successful people so you can learn the secrets to success and can play the game of life, business, health, and happiness better. And the philosophy we take here is if I'm leveling up my game, you get to level up yours as well. So get ready to listen to some inspiring people who have figured out how to have success in all areas of life, health, happiness, wealth, business. We're gonna be interviewing them in this show so that you can learn the secrets to success that they share with practical advice that you can take and use today. So if you enjoy the show, please subscribe, please leave us a review, and please share it with your friends because if I can help you and you can help others, then we can help more people together and we can all level up our game together. My guest today is Dave Woodward, an expert in marketing, advertising, sales, strategic planning, and business development. He's currently the CEO of ClickFunnels and the host of the weekly Funnel Hacker Radio podcast. ClickFunnels is a software that lets people design and create sales pages, landing pages, order forms, and membership sites. Through this software, people can manage their entire sales and marketing funnel. And it also helps anyone who has anything to sell to do so in the most effective and efficient way possible. Under Dave's leadership, ClickFunnels raked in more than 100 million annual revenue in just three years and built an active community over 250,000 loyal ClickFunnels users. He's been listed multiple times in who's who of international business. He's spoken at podcasts, interviews, and big events, hosting up to 4,500 attendees, including Funnel Hacking Live, Traffic and Conversions, SaaS Academy, and more. Welcome to the show, Dave. Super excited to have you on. James, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that I'm from New Zealand uh, and didn't assume I was from <laughs> Australia. Yeah, literally every single person I interview uh, thinks that I'm from Australia. Well, they just keep referring to Australia. I just let them do it throughout the episode. So, <laughs> um, Now, you said you had some friends in New Zealand. I did, I'm trying to remember the names. The craziest thing right now is uh, some of the trials I've been through recently is uh, memory on people's names. So I will have to get... Yeah. Uh, I'll get back to you on that for sure. Yeah, no worries. Um, look, I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, we 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 know who you are. You know, the CEO of ClickFunnels doing some amazing things. But I'd love to uh, start off with a little bit of your your background. Obviously, you didn't just uh, necessarily walk straight into this. So tell us a bit more about your background and how you got to where you are now. Oh my gosh! So I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've done everything from I uh, went to school originally with the intent of going to medical school. And uh, got accepted everything else and thought, you know, I just don't know if I want to be in medical school for the next 10 years and everything else. And so I uh, went down a different path and uh, started a business uh, with my brother-in-law. And we ended up uh, working employee benefits. We grew the business. I ended up moving out uh, to California. was out there and we sold the business. And at that point was where I really fell in love with marketing. And at that point is where uh, I got involved with a couple other companies that... Uh, some went great, some didn't. And then uh, I ended up having my own marketing agency. We worked in all sorts of different... This is, again, prior to the... Uh, these are the old days where it was a lot of marketing was done through mail instead of internet stuff. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, I got heavily involved in, in real estate, uh, did a lot in that business. And after we ended up in the United States in 2007, it's kind of where... We started going through some crazy things from a financial standpoint, but it was about that same time where a lot of my clients were like, how do we figure out this whole internet thing? And that's where I first met Russell. 
2008. And uh, I remember the very first time that we just became dear friends. And over the, gosh, over the next five, five or six years, we saw each other at different times. Uh, he has his own inner circle. And I'd go out to that and uh, had a great time just getting involved with a whole bunch of different things that he was doing. And after, I think it was, we started ClickFunnels in 2014. And I was leaving, still living in uh, Southern California at the time. And it was at that period of time where uh, they were down at a couple of events. I'm like, you know what, guys? I think I'd I'd love to I'd love to take you up on that opportunity. And that's when it happened. And so it's been seven years now. It's been the best thing I've ever been involved in from an entrepreneur standpoint. I love helping other businesses grow and scale. And Russell is a complete genius when it comes to marketing. And Todd Dickerson is the most amazing developer. And a thing I've always loved uh, working with both of them is Russell is just, there's nothing he won't spend the time to figure out and learn and then teach other people. And that's why we've really had the great opportunity with ClickFunnels because it's more than just software. And then Todd on the other side spends all of his time, uh, not only just understanding the development, but he also understands the marketing, understands people. And so uh, the two of them together are, are, they are the ideal partners. And I'm so grateful to be part partner with them as well. It's a, it's an interesting thing, you know, growing your own business is, you know, enjoyable, there's significance that comes from it and, and you have independence, uh, but then there's something about helping other people to grow their businesses. Cause obviously that's what I do as well with, with, you know, healthcare practice owners, but it's, it's something more than that. A lot of people get it backwards when they're not in the game uh, yeah. and think, you know, if you're successful, why wouldn't you just keep doing that? Like, you know, why would you be teaching? <laughs> and 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 I think that people don't understand. First of all, it's a really good business model uh, to be showing other people how to get up rungs on the ladder, yeah. and it's it's rewarding and it's and it's fulfilling, you know. Oh, James, I totally agree with you on that. That's the part we've probably enjoyed the most, and I think it's at first we we always talk about you're just one funnel away. Uh, what they don't understand is. For me personally, there was probably a hundred funnels that didn't work as I was trying to get there. Um, but it's, it's just that learning process of going through it. And I think you learn so much as you have the opportunity to then teach other people on exactly how to do that. And it's been fun for me to see people like yourself, again, True Comic Club Award winner, crushing it, doing an amazing job uh, because you're out there learning it yourself and then saying, let me help these other people do the same thing. And it's just, it's a, an amazing gift that you have. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I, I enjoy my own pursuit. Uh, but when you're doing it on your own, you don't, it's something missing. And so definitely for me, and that's, that's the interesting thing, right? You, you were looking at going to medical school and then you did entrepreneurship. I went to, you know, I went to chiropractic college, did that for a few <laughs> years and said, I don't want to do this anymore. And so I then went into the entrepreneurial thing. And I knew that this was only going to be a stepping stone. Like I, I knew that I wasn't going to do this for the next 30 years, like the people around me. I, I just thought there's no way that I'm going to do this for 30 years. So <laughs> I was very focused on the business aspect, which is why uh, we had so much success so quickly. But then I immediately needed to, to pivot, pivot out. So that where the entrepreneurial thing really uh, kicked in for me was not having to be in practice all day anymore. I had a new baby. Yeah. I was able to be at home. And now I work the hours I want to work, uh, which is a lot because I love it. People always ask me, you know, do you want to take a break? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, (laughs) break from what, you know, there's nothing. I enjoy it. So tell us, tell us a bit about some of the 
entrepreneurial things that you did that didn't quite work out, but sort of stepping stoned you to where you are? Because I find that the most interesting, the things that I did that didn't work, but taught me a bunch of stuff. And I'll preface this because a lot of people, when we, when we face disappointment or, or, you know, quote failure, we, we don't learn from it. We don't realize that it's just an opportunity. And we think that that program that I got, oh, well, I better see it through, even though it's not getting me anything or that thing that I did oh, and you know, it didn't work out. Whereas I almost like, no one likes to, to, to lose or to make a poor decision, but I, I enjoy it because I go, okay, what am I going to learn from that thing that gets me to the next thing? And, and when you talk to successful people, it's, it's the things that didn't work that often got them to where they are, not just stacking wins constantly. So talk to us a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. That's a long list. Uh, let me just give you a couple of them. Uh, so when I met Russell, one of the things that he offered at the time was the opportunity of creating your own uh, marketing. Gosh, it was such a weird thing at the time because it was prior to ClickFunnels, but uh, it was the entire marketing business. And finding a, a product, a service, something that you were super passionate about, that you really wanted to share and grow. And, and so this was, gosh, probably 2009, 2010. It's been you know, 10 years or more since then. Uh, but it was Legendary Marketers was my very first uh, product where I invested a ton of money. And the idea behind it was I wanted to go out and... So we f- I found 10 of the top marketers at the time. And I thought, you know what? I will fly out to their places with a video and we'll actually document their life, everything that they're at. And it was kind of this, these days it would be set so much easier. Uh, but at the time, was a, I hired a, a videographer to come with me. It was, um, it was super expensive and I ended up losing <laughs> tons of money. But the idea behind it was to go out with these people and then to document it. Then actually the idea was uh, we would then market to their their entire audience, uh, tell them more about their own story. And then I would be able to grow my email list. I'd grow my relationships. And I thought it would be a very fast, fast return on my return on investment. And what I was investing on this thing. And so went out, I literally flew around the United States, saw 10 different people. And it was been the best thing that ever happened through the whole thing was just the relationships that I created with them. Uh, Not everyone actually did what they said they were going to do. And so there was, they never marketed to their audience. Uh, I didn't, I was just getting started. So I didn't have an audience to market to, but I'd spent a ton of money on it. But the thing I, I really learned from that was the importance of relationships. And that's the thing. Uh, I, it was great. One of the people I did, did it with was Russell at the time. And uh, this was prior to, gosh, prior to ClickFunnels and the uh, time where it was just a, a lot of fun kind of going through what he was what he was selling, what different funnels and stuff he was working on. But I, the thing I really learned was the importance of relationships. And that's really what it comes down to in business for me is, yeah, you can go out and you can sell products. But when you're looking at really establishing a business that's going to last for years, it's about the relationships that you build over time. And even the, the other 10 people, I've still, uh, some of them are no longer as successful in their business as they were back then. Others have been. And it's just been an amazing thing to establish those relationships. And then the other people they introduced me to, uh, it was the best thing I ever did was investing in in relationships. And that was so much more important to me uh, right now, especially than it ever was 
at the very first, when I first did the product, I, I didn't make a bunch of money, but I did make a ton of, of relationships. And that's what, that was my learning lesson from that for sure. I, I think that for me, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I sort of found that, well, if I, if I take control, if I do things, I can get what I want quicker because I know that I'm going to do it, yep. right? No one's going to outwork me. I'm not going to lose focus. No one's going to get in the way because it's just me. And if I'm in the way, that's stupid. So get out of my own way, right? I think a lot of people <laughs> struggle, with the, struggle with the opposite. But for me, it was like, well, you know, you're in your own way, James, just move. And people became this thing that slowed it down. And, uh, yeah. and, and it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a quote, right? You can go, you can go fast alone, uh, but if you want to go far, bring other people. And oh, I love me, that quote. I I was I recognized that I was going fast, but only short distances, and not being able to go further, and then going on to another fast thing. Now, with hindsight, you know, I'm still a young dude. I'm only thirty, uh, but I uh, I realized that people allow you to go further, faster. Because what do the Navy SEALs say? Uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast, right? When you've got yeah. people around you, you're working together, you're solving problems. The, the, the weight of the world isn't on just your shoulders, it's being shared. And so my biggest insight on that, that exact same thing is, is, hey, let's get some amazing people around you. You might go slower at the start because you've got to organize yeah. the people and you know, build relationships, but you are consistently going to move forward. And everybody who's sprinting and then stopping and sprinting and stopping, you'll just kind of waddle past them and just keep going. But relationship capital is, is insanely important. I think that a lot of yeah. us don't understand that until you know really interesting and, and powerfully connected people who can just speed stuff up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I totally I, agree with you. As, yeah, I, I can't speak to that enough. I'm, I'm going into a new business venture with some friends. I'm not going to be overly involved I'm there for a certain expertise and they'll do some other things and they're all there and they're not going to do too much either because we're all sharing off each other's expertise and we're going to be able to build something bigger than any of us could have done by ourselves because we're sharing the knowledge, sharing the workload, sharing the energy, and it's just more fun. What would your advice be to someone who finds that the people around them drag them down a bit, uh, the people around them maybe don't have the same vision uh, for their life goals? And so they tend to find themselves trying to bring their tribe along. Uh, maybe they don't have a tribe and they're, they're feeling like they're stuck. What, would you, what advice would you give for them to be able to level up the circle around them? Um, Oof, man, that's a tough question. I, I can go both ways on that. Uh, it's kind of interesting to me. It depends on, uh, let me go one direction first here. And that is when it comes to a business partner, one of the lessons I learned a long time ago, and it's funny, it was the same thing. Uh, when I was talking to Russell about it years ago, and that is an entrepreneur who's actually already been through a cycle where they've lost it. And I, I remember him talking with a few friends and they were like, why would you want that? I'm like, because that's a person who has a much more realistic idea. They understand right. what life's they really like. It. They, they it. just get it. <laughs> and so in that case, when I'm looking at a partner, I would the only partners I would ever bring on are those people who've already gone through a cycle and they've lost it at least once. And so... I've been so grateful, fortunately for Russell, Todd, myself, our other partners, they've all gone through that cycle. And it's been the easiest thing over the seven years when things go up and down. It's like, yeah, I've been down before. I understand how to deal with this. The other thing though, is when I take a look at employees and those people working with me, 
it's a little bit different because I, I really want to do everything I possibly can to provide them as much opportunity as I can, but at the same time, give them the privilege and the opportunity to actually learn and to grow at a much faster pace because the people who actually work with you are more important than your clients because those are the ones who actually help you scale and grow at the pace that you really want to go. And so I guess that's how I'd answer that. Uh, when it comes to partners, I want them to have already failed. Uh, as far as employees, I want to make sure that uh, they're willing to, to go at the pace that we're going to go. Yeah, I, I have somebody on my team who's been uh, the longest standing, uh, we'll call it employee, and he's young, but he's so driven. Uh, he's successful in his own right. And he's somebody that I want to keep with me uh, long-term and I want to see him win. Yes, because I know that the more he wins, the more I win, but it's not yeah. It's not selfish like that. It's selfish in the respect that I enjoy seeing him win, knowing that it's because we're winning type thing. And I know that if I can keep providing for him, he'll keep providing for us. Uh, but but you know, there's this, this mutual thing there. Something that, that I believe it was Evan Carmichael, I had him on the show. I'm not sure if you know who he is. Uh, he his YouTube blew up and, and he's interviews all kinds of uh, celebrities and things like that. Anyway, uh, he talked about this idea of pulling on the, the the sweater of the person in front of you and then going to the next one and going to the next one in terms of network building. And to speak kind of super meta uh, around the show, that's what I feel like we've done. Uh, and it's really helped me to expand my network because I've been purposeful in it. I've said, what value can I provide to people? How can I be interesting? How can I um, be someone that they would want to talk to, uh, which forced me to level up my game. But then through that, I was just strategically finding people who were reasonably connected so I can keep having more conversations. Because there's nothing worse than trying to build a network, going to a party and talking to everybody who's trying to build a network who doesn't know anybody, um, right? Because then you're all just chatting to yourselves, which is great. But there, there is this game of, of, of trying to get ahead too. What's your advice around networking if you are newer to the concept? Like for me, I was successful, but I didn't know anybody because I'd just done it all by myself. I wasn't even connected to my own profession because I just avoided people and just did my thing. And then <laughs> now it's completely changed and I'm in a different situation now, but because I understand the value of people. So based on that conversation, right, we're understanding the, the value of people. What's your advice around building a network? going to places, meeting people, having conversations so that you can start having conversations with people who are genuinely interesting, successful, that you can learn from, be mentored by, even just follow? Man, great question. I can say, James, the people are the most important part for sure. And networking, it's so funny for me to, to go to network events and you see some people who are like this little I mean, little bees going bouncing thing as fast as they can from person to person to person. Uh, but they really aren't trying to develop a real deep relationship. And you know, they're you know, passing out a business card or they're trying to get them on their phones or they're trying to text or whatever it might be. So they, their idea is the more people they have, the better they're going to be. I've always looked at those types of networking meetings as the most important thing is just finding at least one person. And the idea behind that is to really go in and realize that most of the time you're going to, especially when you're first getting started, you're going to do a lot for free. You're going to do a, like, so I, I'll go back to myself. I always did a lot for free because I wanted to make sure that they, they perceive value in what I was doing. And I think uh, when you're, whenever you get involved in a network marketing meeting, everyone has an idea or something they're trying to accomplish. And sometimes people are just so focused on just trying to go through the numbers and they don't care as much. Um, to me, it's all about a much longer relationship 
and making sure that I'm providing as much value as I possibly can. Because as people actually receive value, that's when they go, you know what? Uh, you know, Dave, this might not be the best thing between you and I, but I've got someone I can refer you to. And it's that kind of thing that matters. And so for me, whenever I'm at a network marketing thing, uh, the most important thing I can ever think of is how do I provide as much value as I possibly can to at least one person? Obviously, I'd like to get two or three, but just to go bouncing from person to person to person, just uh, you know, saying who I am, that's just not, it's just not deep enough these days. And people want to know who, who really matters and how do you provide the value where a person goes, man, thank you so much. And it, they may, that might not be the connection, but they will have the opportunity of referring you to someone who actually will. Yeah. Transactional interactions like that just, just don't work in this context because you, <laughs> you, have, to, you have to know someone. And, and I think people are scared of you know, spending a couple hours talking to the wrong person, but I don't think that <laughs> there is the wrong person. I think that you're building a relationship and then you get connected. Like I was at a Tony Robbins uh, virtual event and we had to do an exercise and I thought I'm going to go all in on this because it, there's, there's multiple layers to why this is happening. Uh, and so I was part of a group. I started, you know, connecting with people and then I ended up uh, connecting with one person in particular. And then he liked me so much that he brought me into his group for the challenge, uh, which was doing far better. And then I ended up doing the onboarding video. And then I ended up doing <laughs> a, shout out, a shout out from Tony Robbins and uh, put up on the screen and various things. And then from, from that, the guy that originally pulled me across, we were having chats. Now I'm in a mastermind group with him uh, and a buddy of mine. And that's changed my business. Uh, it's changed things in my personal life. And now we're going to be doing a massive, uh, setting up uh, a business and doing a bunch of uh, amazing uh, property deals and things starting in January, all because of a Tony Robbins event in something like February, I think it was, chatting to a stranger that I didn't have an agenda with. I just wanted to connect and know. And then through that, you know, step through. Now, not all interactions have I had that result in something like that. But I think that my willingness to actually go and just connect with that person, no matter, you know, what level they're at or whatever, or what they're doing, like that doesn't matter because you'll be surprised by what people are doing. They're just not telling people. Uh, and so going deep is, is so important. I want to change tack here for a little bit. I want to see what you guys are up to at ClickFunnels. What are you What are you working on at the moment? What's some secrets you can give us, or at least how are you seeing things in the in the marketing in the online marketing the sales space? Because obviously you see things a bit different than you know us regular folks here on the ground. So some of the main things that uh, gosh, it's kind of crazy. Super excited about. I think uh, by now. So Funnel Hacking Live was in September, and that's where we announced ClickFunnels 2.0 which is launching in uh, at least our beta users in, in January. And we'll try to get uh, yeah, the entire world as soon as possible right after that. But uh, that's probably the most exciting thing right now. It's, uh, and again, massive congratulations to Todd Dickerson. It's his mind that's so excited. I know that uh, behind the scenes, we're always trying to go, well, can we just get it done tomorrow? And it doesn't work that fast whenever you're trying to create that kind of software. But I think the main thing that uh, we're looking at is, is so much more than just the the funnel to generate your leads, but every single thing that you're actually looking at. And right now, a uh, little hesitant as far as going to all the describing all the products and services that are in 2.0. Uh, give me to the first of the year uh, when you're launching your new product and stuff. That's when we're more than happy to go through all the details there as well. <laughs> I love it. Um, when you're when you're looking at developing your product, your service, what is is the thought process? 
for you? What are you, what are you thinking about when you're looking at your, your product and saying, it's not good enough. We have to listen to our audience. We have to change some things. What, what perspective are you coming from with that? Is this a constant thing? Do you, do you feel like, hey, this is awesome, and then something breaks, and you go, oh, maybe we should change it? Or are you thinking this is never good enough, I've got to get it better? Yeah, what's your, what's your opinion there? Uh, let me give you a little, little history that uh, Todd and Russ were talking about at Funnel Hacking Live. So this happened in November, uh, last, so almost a year ago, and we had been offered an insane amount of money for us to actually sell ClickFunnels. And we were going back and forth. We do this. And uh, we actually were out at uh, Todd's place in Georgia and decided, you know what? It just doesn't make sense. But if we're not going to, what would it take us to double and triple the company in the next two to three years? And that's where uh, Todd had been kind of thinking on it uh, for months at that point. But that was 2.0. And he said, if we're not going to do it, then we need to completely do 2.0. And I think the, the exciting part for me about it is whenever you're going to do a 2.0 software, it's not just improving the existing software. This is a completely rebuilding it uh, from... Actually, Todd's building this from a completely different platform. And I think when you're going to... Anytime you're going to build that fast, I mean, you'll have the software done within the year, which is crazy considering all that we're going to do. And the whole idea behind it was to keep our existing employees who are our developers and everything else still focused on 1.0 and then to take brand new people and just a handful and create your own own little side side project that no one else really knows about. And so none of our employees even knew about it for almost three months uh, because we just we had to make sure it was all going to grow at the, at the pace that we needed and, and scale like we wanted to. And so it's, again, huge congratulations to Todd uh, for his mindset and his ability to do it. Uh, again, fortunately, Russell is always heavily involved in all that. Well, what about this tool? What about this software? And, and so that's kind of the, the exciting thing behind it. If you look at technology these days, it is so much easier and faster to almost build something completely from scratch than it is to continue just to layer and add another layer and another layer to your existing software. And so it's, a, again, it was a recommendation that Todd had. I'm so glad that he did because it literally will it will take us from where we currently are at to five times as fast as far as growing the business, but as far as the actual tools and the software, and more importantly, actually to expand so much more than our existing software, but all the other things that people need today. Mm, I love that. That's a whole I, bunch of stuff, but I didn't tell you all the answers, so I apologize. No, no. <laughs> I, um, I, because I'm, I'm always looking at, for me, it's like, okay, we're, we're getting this outcome. How do we get this outcome faster and easier? Uh, for our clients? How do we make it easier for our team? How do we make it more scalable? And when I look back through, you know, I run a, I know, I run a program called Patience and Profit, which has changed uh, dramatically over the years, the uh, various iterations, and it's designed for, for practice owners, uh, corrective care clinics, chiropractors, functional medicine, that kind of thing, to be able to run better businesses. And when I look at what I did do, and now when I look at what I am doing, I look back and go, that's embarrassing. <laughs> because there's been so many changes. Um, and, and, I, and I assume this is an experience for, for, for most of us. We look at an original product and then we look at the iterations that we're at now, but it's that continual focus on the, the customer and thinking, how can I make this better, which is why I'm still around when a lot of others fall down. It's definitely why ClickFunnels are still around because you guys, you know, you're, you're listening to, to ask the users, you're asking those questions, you're looking at not necessarily 
you know, what the competition's doing, but where are, where are trends heading and how do we stay at the forefront of that to facilitate our customers getting better outcomes? Not how we can charge more and how we can, you know, it's, but how can our, our customers do better? And it's through that, that we grow. Because if you're, the business is, is purely help someone in exchange for currency. And so if I can help them more, then the business, my business grows. And I think that, that uh, you, you like I uh, are in this because we enjoy the helping people part of it. And, uh, and I definitely see that with ClickFunnels. So I'm super excited to, to see how that goes. I'm sad that I can't go to Funnel Hacking Live every time it's been uh, on one thing or another. One, first one is I got a new baby. Second one, um, <laughs> I, think we, uh, I think I was away. Uh, third one, pandemic. Uh, but I'll get there one day. Uh, once they let us out of New Zealand because we're kind of trapped here right now. Um, I love so, it. Real quick on that, I think what you said I think is so critical and most entrepreneurs don't always focus on that. And that is, if you can really focus on how you can help people more, that's where the scale comes. When you first get started, yeah, you got the idea and, and things made sense. But if you want to scale your business, you have to focus on the helping side. If you can help your clients achieve more and understand what they need next, that's where the scaling comes. That's where your growth comes. That's where, again, we look at where 100,000 customers, my goal right now is 250,000 by the end of 2023. And where we are currently at, we could have done it, but we wouldn't have been providing, we wouldn't be able to help people as at the level that they want to be helped. And the new software does that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, um, it's like Amazon. I try, and, I try and take a lot from, from Bezos and Amazon. They're buying planes now. You know, yeah. we've got crazy delivery times. We don't, we don't have it as fast as you guys do in the States. We don't even have a distribution center. I don't think in New Zealand, we're a bit backwards. But uh, just seeing, seeing this, this never ending, how do we make it more and more? I'm going to order something and it's already on my doorstep. I think it's amazing. So let me ask you, what's something that you wished more people understood? This could be life. This could be business. What's something you wish that more people understood? Wow. I think one of the main things that I would really stress is the importance of the relationships that people actually get involved in and build. It's uh, one of those crazy things is I take a look at building and growing a company. At first, it's always, it can be really focused just on the money. Oh, I've got to make this, I got to do that. But when you look at really scaling a business that's going to last more than a year or more than five years, uh, it's all about the relationships. It's the relationships you have with your partners. It's the relationships that you actually are serving to the clients that you're trying to bring on. We've been grateful to have people like yourself who've been with ClickFunnels for a long time. It's about that relationship. That's how you scale and grow a company. You take a look at Amazon. I have been with Amazon for, gosh, 10 years, I think, where I've literally had things delivered. And you're right, right now, I mean, it gets there in hours, it seems like. It's crazy. Uh, But it's about the relationship. And you take a look at the way they've grown Amazon is because they focus so much on people. What do the people really need? What do they really need? What do, how do we help them? How do we? And it's when you can really understand the importance of relationships, those people you're working with, those people you're serving, that's where you really grow and scale your business. 100%. 100%. Um, I had a really good point and then it's gone now because you said it. Um, last, question, <laughs> last question I want to ask you is, uh, what's the most important thing you ever learned? Oh my gosh. Ah. Uh. Are you just in business or just life-wise? Anything that, that resonates with you. Yeah. I can tell you the most important thing for me has always been family. That's what it comes down to. Uh, yeah. We'll be celebrating our 28th anniversary here this next week. Uh, I've got four boys 
and just the time. And I think that's part of the reason why I decided not to go to medical school was I wanted to be able to spend more time with my family. Mm-hmm. And I only because I knew myself too well. Uh, had I gone down the medicine, I was going to be a very, very focused on just growing my that side of it. And I'm grateful I didn't. I'm grateful that uh, I focused on the family. And so for me, the number one most important thing is the relationship you have with your family. Uh, I've been fortunate. All four of my boys are they're from 18 to 25. And all of them love what we're doing. They've all been to ClickFunnels events. They've uh, Three of them were able to go to uh, this last one. The other one was on a mission for a church. He was down in Brazil. But uh, to me, that's nothing. nothing's more important than family. Uh, my wife, my kids. Uh, four boys. I'm impressed. I've got two. And, uh, and, and so firstly, I, I definitely understand that, that the family more, uh, because, you know, I didn't necessarily have closeness with my family growing up, but now having sort of a family of my own, you could say, I'm, I, I am right there with you, my friend. I think it is, is definitely the most important. I'm so glad that I made that decision to, you know, put in the hard hours and, and work till, you know, 10 o'clock at night with a new baby and then get up at three, <laughs> three o'clock and do sales calls in America. Cause that was the time zone and then go to clinic. Like the hustle that I put in, in those first couple of years, uh, uh, allowed me to be in this place now where I can just be with family. And, and it's so important. It's, it's, it's the thing that keeps me going. You know what I mean? Like when you're pushing through struggles, you just go, well, why am I doing it? Well, family's there. And that's an easy one to, to, to pick yourself back up. So I, I, I appreciate and respect that Four boys. Was this a, I'm, I'm hoping to get a girl. Let's just keep going. Or is this like, a, I just want four kids. Cause we've thought about it. And we said, let's my, my wife and I said, well, should, should we try for a girl? I said, babe, this is going to be like that, that Vikings TV show, sons of Ragnar. I'm just going to keep having boys, babe. And she said, but we might get a girl. I said, yeah, but we'll have three. It'll be a boy. And then you'll want a fourth and then it'll be a boy. That's exactly what we did. And we stopped at four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to risk a fifth one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we went that Vikings team, I guess. That's the best way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. Is there anything that you want to, to promote right now that you guys are working on or anything that you want to share as well as where can people uh, follow you more? Um, where do you want to send people? Yeah. So for uh, obviously it'd be at ClickFunnels. We're so super excited about everything we've been doing there. The company's been growing, but most importantly, the most people actually are using the software. That's Their businesses are growing and that's what matters most to us. So obviously it'd be ClickFunnels.com. Uh, as far as Instagram, Dave S. Woodward is uh, where I'm at on Instagram. Thank you so much, my friend. It was incredible having you on. I loved every minute of it. Uh, You take care. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Everything shared will be in the description of the episode so you can go and grab that. Now, if you enjoyed the show and you want to listen to more, please subscribe because every week we're releasing new episodes with inspiring people, successful people, so you can level up your game. So subscribe and also leave us a review. We'd love to hear feedback about the show and your thoughts and opinions there as well. Now, if you want to have more success, whether it's in your life, whether it's in your business, we run live trainings every single week where you can get access to me to coach you through everything from health, wealth, success, business, We're doing topics on all things that you need to live a better, more inspired and successful life. Live trainings every single week. Just visit jamesnielsenwatt.com forward slash live and you can get access to that now. There's also a ton of resources that you get for just listening to the show. All of that will be in the description. 
So if you are watching this on YouTube, check the description. If you're listening to this episode, check the description. We've got a load of resources there for you to have more success in your life, whether it's relationships, investing, or in business. I'll see you on the next episode. And as always, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends because there's somebody else that needs to be hearing this and maybe you're their opportunity to help them level up their game.